0: It's time now for super psychologist, Doctor Mara Carpel and your golden years.
1: Good
2: evening and welcome to Doctor Mara Carpel and your golden years this evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time and at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com and on Dr. Mara And today is Sunday, August the 12th, and we are back in beautiful Austin, Texas, where we've been getting some much-needed rain, and I hope it cools us off a little here. So if we get interrupted during the program, Don't fret, we'll be back. It might be some thunderstorm rolling in, but hopefully things have calmed down right now and the rest of the show will go smoothly. And we're in our Austin studio in downtown Austin at the Frost Bank Building, and Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this show, is here to make the program run and to videotape our in-studio interview in a few minutes so that you can view it later on YouTube. And we have another great program in store for you. In a little while after the break, Frank Hayes, owner of Senior Helpers, will join me right here in the studio to talk about creating better outcomes for seniors upon return from the hospital or rehab. And as I said, we will be, in, we will be uh, videotaping that interview so you can view it later on YouTube, which is always fun to actually see the interview in addition to having heard it. But that will be later, so will be available. And then later in the program, yoga teacher and musician Chad Scott will join us with his music to lift your spirit. And Chad will be joining us next month, by the way, with a discussion about yoga. But tonight, um, we'll be playing some of his original music. And along the way, I will give another sneak peek into my new book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, which is now on sale for 99 cents, by the way, on Kindle, and it will launch the soft cover on September 10th. Um, so tonight, I will discuss Chapter 6, Tips for Staying on Track to Follow Your Dreams Even When Life throws Obstacles in the Way. And how to keep from becoming depressed and anxious along the path to your dreams. That's a big obstacle, so we want to try to prevent that. And if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your questions to me, and I will read them on the air. And my email address is drmara, that's D-R-M-A-R-A, at drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L. And you can hear this evening's program again by going to my website. And the podcast will be posted along with any website links that my guests give during the program. So keep your eye out for that later this evening. But you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends, by going directly to Blog Talk Radio, that's B L O G Talk dot com, slash, your golden years. And for all of the latest information about the, about the program, to listen to previous programs and read the information from the shows, to read my blog, watch the videos that we have already posted on YouTube and find out about my upcoming book, you can do all of that at my website, drmarikarpel.com. And also be sure to follow me on Facebook, Dr. Marikarpel, Your Golden Years, for the latest information and upcoming news about the radio program. And my other Facebook page, The Passionate Life by Dr. Carpel, gives you all of the latest information and upcoming news about my book. All right. And if this is the first time that you're tuning in, I'm a licensed psychologist from New York City, practicing here in Austin, Texas, and the Rio Grande Valley of Texas. And I work with adults of all ages and have a specialty of working with seniors and caregivers. And for the past few years, I've also been evaluating veterans for PTSD. And part of the time, my office is in the wonderful Veterans Resource Center, Heroes Night Out which is located in Cedar Park, Texas. And for information about this really great resource for veterans and for veterans' families, you can check out their website at heroesnightout.org. This evening's program is produced by Acompos Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by Dr. Ronald DeVere, neurologist, memory specialist, and author of the book, Memory Loss, Everything You Want to Know But Forget to Ask. To make an appointment with Dr. Devere at his memory clinic in Lakeway, Texas, or to purchase a copy of his book, you can call him at 512-261-7909 or send him an email to rdevere, that's R-D-E-V-E-R-E, at austin.rr.com. And his book is also available on Amazon. This evening's program is also sponsored by StoryHouse. StoryHouse gathers your stories and turns them into multimedia collections that can be shared now and for generations to come. Have StoryHouse over to conduct a private interview in your home or invite them to your next big event or family reunion. StoryHouse, where your memories live. Find out more at yourstoryhouse.com or call 512 296 Eight, seven, five, two. Okay, so we're going to take a brief break um, so we can play some of our sponsors' commercials. But don't go anywhere because it'll be a really brief break. And when we come back, Frank Hayes, owner of Senior Helpers, will be right here in the studio talking about creating better outcomes for seniors upon return from the hospital or rehab. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Super Psychologist Dr. Mara Carpel will be back after words from our sponsors. Dr. Mara's new book is now available on Kindle. The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age by Dr. Mara Carpell, host of Your Golden Years, is ready for your reading pleasure. And remember to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and Your Golden Years, live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com.
1: Dr. Maricor-Pell, and, whoops, and Ron- Ron- Ron. Ron.
2: that happens every now and then. <laughs> this is Dr. Maricor-Pell and your golden years, and I'm here in the office, the Oxford studio, with Frank Hayes, owner of Senior Helpers, and Frank is here to talk about creating better outcomes for seniors after they come out of the hospital or rehab. Well, thanks so, for having welcome. me.
4: Welcome. I appreciate it.
2: So, so Frank, why don't you talk a little bit about your background?
4: Okay. Um, well, we've uh, my wife and I have owned Senior Helpers since 2009 in the Austin and San Antonio markets. Um, you know, we started Senior Helpers because we had experienced in our life um, problems or opportunities as well uh, with our. Uh, Folks and uh, aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. And what we found was that there really wasn't uh, quality care uh, that could be provided to someone in their home. And that's what Senior Helpers does. So we service, uh, we provide caregivers to take care of seniors uh, and let them have a great quality of life.
2: Okay. All right. So, you know, we talked a little bit before the show about mm-hmm. some of the issues related to coming out of the hospital right. or out of rehab for a senior mm-hmm. and sometimes the outcomes are not that good maybe you can talk about that and also how to prevent that you know that negative outcome and you know with, with a readmission to the hospital
4: sure I mean you know a lot of folks, um, if you're in our industry, you hear this term readmissions all the time. Okay. And, you know, what does that really mean? Well, there's there's a, a fairly large problem and people coming out of the hospital, maybe going and doing a little bit of rehab. Think Think for a moment about knee replacement mm-hmm. and somebody needs a little bit of rehab and they get home after, say, a week or two of rehab, and then they fall for whatever reason, and Mm -hmm. they're back in the hospital with maybe the same knee or a different knee or a hip, and um, uh, that's some of the things that a lot of research has been uh, focused on is how do you prevent that, and that's what we're trying to do.
2: Okay, so how often does that happen?
4: Uh, Almost all the time. Well, that's
2: pretty bad. As it
4: turns out. And, uh, I mean, it's such a large problem, as you can imagine. Um, The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Research are very focused on this because it it chews up a lot of money in the healthcare Mm -hmm. system. So uh, what we're trying to do is use proven research to identify the areas that we can attack, both from the medical side, uh, from, you know, your doctor, your therapist but also from a company like us, uh, on the non-medical side, if we go into the home, um, what can we do to improve safety? You know, getting rid of throw rugs, right. bathroom safety, uh, that sort of thing.
2: So, so what have you found is usually the cause or what are the typical causes for somebody failing? Mm-hmm which is a failure, would mean that you automatically, within a short time, go back to rehab. You're back
4: in the the joint, as they call (laughs) it, right? (laughs) So it's usually a fall. And now the fall um, can be caused by a lot of different things. It could be caused because they didn't their blood pressure meds and they got dizzy and fell. Uh, It could be caused because they're weak. But a lot of times it's caused because their home environment is not safe. You know, here's an example, a simple one, but, um, you know, kind of think about it. It's most walkers that somebody has. And Uh if you have a knee replaced, then your odds are you're going to be on a walker. Uh And um, you go to down your hallway and you try to go into the bathroom. And then you discover that your walker is 24 inches wide. And your bathroom door is 23 inches wide, mm. 22 and quarters. So now you have to try to finagle at an awkward angle uh, to get into the bathroom. Or you leave your walker out and you try to grab things along the wall. Right. Which, you know, you can solve it easily by getting swing clear hinges uh-huh. and put on your door. And get that door out of the way and you get a little bit more room and you right. can get your walker in. So.
2: So what are... Some of the things that you're recommending that people do to prevent
4: mm-hmm.
2: these, this issue?
4: Well, the first thing is education. And even in, um, you know, coming from, say, talking to your doctor. Mm-hmm. If your doctor doesn't come to your home and do a safety eval, or somebody doesn't come to your home and talk to you, um, then they're not going to have an opportunity to tell you what's going on. Right. So the first thing to do is get somebody who knows what to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, just so you know, we have a checklist on safety alone uh-huh. of 144 statistically significant, that's big math terms, for yeah. 144 things that can hurt you.
5: Huh.
2: Okay. And so
4: we try to go through every one of those and educate the families on that.
2: Mm-hmm. So. so do some rehab send people out like physical therapists or occupational therapists to make sure that the house is safe before they send someone home?
4: Well, sometimes they send the PTs or the OTs, the occupational therapist, out to the home. Uh, and most will have a look around, but they don't have the checklist necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some research done uh, started off in Houston at Memorial Hermann. It Mm -hmm. lasted for about 18 years, and they followed 70,000 people around the country Uh uh, who were being discharged. And uh, they found out what are all these things that are causing the failures. Mm -hmm. And so now we have a pretty comprehensive checklist of things to go through and uh, help people stay healthier.
2: Okay. So at Senior Helpers, do you actually have people that go in and do the safety check?
4: Yes. We uh, We have an entire care team. So the way we're structured, we're non-medical, by the way. So what we are really looking at is helping people in their activities of daily living and the safety aspects.
1: Mm -hmm. So we
4: have caregivers and we have a care team, a care manager, if you will. Mm -hmm. And the care team will actually go out and do the assessment and evaluation and write a detailed care plan.
2: Okay. So they have a checklist. And
4: educate the family, you know, how to have a much longer, healthier, you know, experience once you come home.
2: So in doing that, do you have connections with people in construction who, like you said, to put a double hinged door?
4: Absolutely. I mean, there's so many types of things that uh, you would need to do, you know, ramps are obvious ones. Um, There's some, uh, you know, places around that actually do ramps for free, too. Really? You you might have to get on their, their wait list. Uh, but easy constructions, you might want to have, let's say it was your elderly mom mm-hmm. and who was getting up at night to, you know, go to the bathroom. You might want to have an automatic nightlight that comes on, mm-hmm. you know, just so small things like that. Right. right. Okay. Yeah.
2: And what about, what if it is something like they didn't take their medication and so they were dizzy?
4: Right. So we try to head that off uh, at, up front. Uh, Educate the family and the the senior on, are you getting your meds appropriately? So you got your little pill bottle there. Mm -hmm. Are the meds correct? And who's filling it? So make sure that they are correct. And then have a reminder system so that they're actually taking them on time. Right. Every time. Right. So that's the important thing. On time, every time. Right. Right. Okay.
2: Okay. So um, so you guys at Senior Helpers have this checklist. What if somebody's in another part of the country? What would you recommend for them?
4: Well, I would say, uh, you know, Senior Helpers is all over the country. Oh, so is. Senior okay. Helpers is a, a franchised system, mm-hmm. uh, healthcare system, uh, locally owned, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, they all have access to this.
2: Okay. So, you so can, wherever they are, they can.
4: Seniorhelpers.com and you can find us. Okay, yeah. but
2: you're mainly located where?
4: So our, we service the areas from Georgetown,
2: mm-hmm. Texas, uh,
4: Round Rock, Austin, all the way into San Antonio.
2: Okay. So okay, what other services do you provide besides this <laughs> safety check?
4: Well, I mean, we do. We our base business is uh, we help seniors stay in the place that uh, whatever their home is be an assisted living or whether it be on a ranch okay. um, we provide services it could be transportation it could be shopping uh, it could be uh, help with activities of daily living like uh, transferring if you're in a wheelchair or you need that type of assistance make it through your your daily life okay and uh, that's what we call so
2: you with. have caregivers yeah but you also have people who will provide transportation yeah. So, exactly. And, and you have other mm-hmm. staff members? like
4: Care managers. Care, so okay. we oversee the caregivers, write the care plans. We interface with their uh, doctor, their PCP. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're on home health and they're doing nursing or OT or PT, then we work very closely with the medical staff to, okay. to make sure we're coordinating well.
2: Right. right, so it sounds like this would be uh, a big relief for family members who try to coordinate all the care for their absolutely.
4: Parents. We see it all the time. you know we have a uh, uh, an elderly person maybe in their eighties who um, are, they need some help at home and they uh, are relying on their daughter who may have a job and mm-hmm. two kids and and the burden of care uh, On the family is quite high. And so we try to help them work through that, Uh, you know, whether it be, you know, three or four hours a day, three days a week or something like that, that the daughter or the spouse can get a break. A mental health Mm -hmm. break is very Mm -hmm. important.
2: Right. But it also sounds like you actually coordinate the care, which is a big part of the job, right? family member a lot of times, so even if they have right. a caregiver coming in, then they have PT and OT and
4: right. doctor's appointments. Doctors, they have to
2: arrange the whole thing. Exactly. So you guys come up with an actual care mm-hmm. plan?
4: We write the care plan, uh, work with the family, uh, work with the doctors, make sure they get to their appointments,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and uh, anything they need. So we, we take care of the entire household.
2: Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that sounds like pretty comprehensive.
4: It's very comprehensive. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some folks, um, um, for example, one gentleman just wanted somebody to ride in his golf cart with him and uh, keep score. Okay. Some
1: some companionship. Right.
4: And then, um, you know, other, um, uh, we had uh, one client who uh, had no family Mm -hmm. and a lot of dementia. And we actually lived with her in her house for Almost three years to take care of her. Okay. So, uh, so you
2: had she has a live-in caregiver. Right. Mm-hmm. And
4: uh, so everything from, you know, just companionship to taking care of your entire life. Right. Yeah. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Just, um, you know, in the last few minutes, maybe just some more tips for people who, um, you know, are listening to make their own house safe.
4: Sure. Um, I, I'll give the number one. Okay. Okay. The number one is the most dangerous room in your house for an elderly person is the bathroom. Okay. So envision, if you will, a standard bathtub, which most people have,
1: Mm -hmm.
4: and a standard toilet. And they've got this little pink or light blue throw rugs down in front of them. We call those attack rugs. (laughs) And then if they have anything inside the bathtub, it may be a chair. But that's a very large threshold uh, to get across safely. And Mm -hmm. most people, uh, if they're injured getting in and out of the bathtub, it's because of that. So get a shower bench, throw away the attack rugs, right? and you can go on Amazon and get two-inch-wide non-skid tape that won't leave a mark on your floor. So don't worry Uh about that. And put it in three places. uh, In front of the toilet. Front of the where the shower bench comes outside of the bathtub, so you can sit so, on it and your legs over okay, inside the so you can actually
2: get into the bathtub by sitting on the with, bench
4: without standing and risking oh, a fall. Yeah. Right. And use that use the non-skid tape.
2: Mm-hmm. So, that's so you won't slide.
4: Number one safety advice. If I okay. can only give one, that's it.
2: That sounds.
4: That's easy to do. Everything you can do yourself, you can find the shower bench uh, on. Either Amazon or a lot of times on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for you know this type of durable medical equipment,
6: right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So if people are in the Central Texas area mm-hmm. that you that you service with your senior helpers, sure. How can they get a hold of you and find out what you have available and how to set it up?
4: Uh, you can. Uh, the easiest way is to call us.
2: Okay.
1: Uh,
4: and the number's very easy. It's five one two. 388 HELP, H-E-L-P, So 388 okay. 4357. Or you can find us at seniorhelpers.com. Okay.
2: And I will post all of that on the web post about this program. So okay. if people didn't get to your piece of paper on time, mm-hmm. pen, it'll all be there it'll on, be up there, on right. my website sure. about this show. So if somebody, is out of this area and Mm -hmm. they would like some information about senior helpers or even get some information from you, some tips. Because It sounds like you have a lot of information.
4: We have a lot of tips.
2: Right. What can they do? Can they they call you?
4: They can call me. That's not a problem. So the same number, 512-388-4357. Or you can go to SeniorHelpers.com, and that's the main Senior Helpers website, and you can just type in your zip code where you are, and the closest office will pop up, and Mm -hmm. you can talk directly to them. Right,
2: and all of the the different Senior Helpers have that same checklist. We have the the
5: same checklist. And
2: the same care plan and going in and doing the safety check and all of that. That's really important because, you know, I've worked in nursing homes many times mm-hmm. and I've seen people even come back to nursing homes right. from having been in the hospital mm-hmm. and turn around and go back to the hospital real quickly. They
4: fall into nursing homes as much as they do in their own homes. Yes. They, they really do. So yes. it's Most people just aren't... Edu- it's an education thing. So once you know what the dangers are, then you can solve oh, them. Right. So,
2: And it would be nice if they in the hospital if they educated people, right. but it sounds like that's just not happening.
4: Now, everybody assumes, and here's the big assumption that, that the research has shown, none of this is rocket science. You know, when right. you look at the checklist, you just you kind of like, you have that V8 moment where you pop yourself in the head and you say, everybody knows that. Right. But nobody really does a comprehensive analysis of it. Yes. So. Um,
2: just one quick story in the two minutes because assumptions, I think, are part of the whole safety issue, right? right? And mm-hmm. in the hospital, the doctors assume that this is all taken care of, that right. it's common sense right. that you would do this, mm-hmm. right? But it's not common sense if people don't have the information. Um, you know, when my dad had had a, a couple of strokes, he was still driving, and he saw a neurologist, and he would say, well, you know, the neurologist never told me not to drive. So I called the neurologist and I said, you know, that my dad is still driving. And he said, oh, my God, I didn't know that. I would have fallen on the floor if he told me that.
4: Right, exactly. But he
2: never asked. (laughs) He never uh, (laughs) asked. He assumed that my father would know that he shouldn't drive. Now, you know how, how hard it is to get car keys away from someone, right? So
4: They lose their independence, and that is not something that's fine for anybody.
2: Right. So they're not just going to volunteer that information. No, No, they're not. Right. So assumptions can get you in a lot of trouble. Right. And don't assume as a family that the hospital, the doctor, the rehab, that they have already taken care of everything and done all their homework.
4: Sure. Everyone uh, on the medical side and from the acute going into the post-acute environment assumes the home health is going to take care of it. Mm
1: -hmm. And
4: so I just had this little math thing, like how many hours are in a week? There's 168, and the home health is usually only there for three hours a week.
1: Mm -hmm. So there's uh,
4: 165 hours in a week to get into trouble. Right. So.
2: Yeah, so don't make assumptions. Let us, probably, Let us help you. That's probably the A before one on your right. safety list.
4: Everybody <laughs> assumes mom's going to be fine right. because she's been strong for them forever. Mm-hmm. and uh, But mom does need some help every so often. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. okay. So SeniorHelpers.com.
1: Yes,
4: ma'am. And
2: I'll also post the phone number. Thank you so much for coming on the program and talking about this. Because Thanks, I think Dr. Mara. it's I think it's a really important topic. Mm-hmm.
4: It is. Yes. Okay. Thank All you so right. much.
2: My pleasure. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Dr. Mara's new book is now available on Kindle. The Passionate Life: Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age by Dr. Mara Carpel, host of Your Golden Years, is ready for your reading pleasure. And remember to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com.
3: Please visit us on the web at www.drmaricarpel.com.
2: And we're back. And we're back. And your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaricarpel.com. And so now before I jump into my topic, just a little bit of news. Um as I mentioned and as the commercial tells you, my book is out on Kindle. for It's on sale. The sale is not forever. It's just for a short time. So if you want to get it for $0.99, cents, you can download it now on Kindle. And then the book will be in softcover in September. September 10th is when it launches and it will be printed by the end of that week, so if you want to order a copy, of a printed copy, um, wait until right after September 10th, or on September 10th, and then it will be there in a few days. And I have set up um, book events. Uh, the first one will be in New York, uh, right after the launch of the September the 13th. I will be in Yonkers, New York, talking about uh, one of the topics, from the book and doing a book signing. And then in October, in mid-October, we have some book and music events set up, and I will give you the details of those when we have exact dates and times and locations for those. But those will be um, the weekend of October 20th, 21st, one or both of those days, and it'll be right outside of Colorado Springs. And I'm also arranging a book signing, where a book signing is being arranged in Boulder, Colorado. So if you're in Colorado and listening, um, come out and see me. Come out and see us. And um, then in Austin, Texas, right here, we'll be doing some events. So so stay tuned. Um, it's starting to get real busy and really exciting. And I also want to tell you, I will tell you right now about the newest piece of news, and that is that um, I am working on an online course based on the book, and it goes deeper. So the course will be six modules that you can take whenever you want to so that you don't have to um, set a schedule for when I give it. You can take the course whenever you want to. It will be six modules and I will be giving out a discount code right here on the this radio show and also if you signed up for my newsletter or if you attend any of my book signings or book events I will give you a discount so that you can get a discounted rate on the course and um make sure that you are the one who attended or listened to the show so you can feel free to share it with your friends. So it's for you and your friends and your family. And that course is scheduled to be ready by the middle of the fall, so maybe around the beginning of November, end of October, beginning of November. The course will be called Living the Passionate Life. So the book is called "The Passionate Life," and the course is "Living the Passionate Life." And there will be a lot of freebies along with the course, um, things that you can get involved with, a discussion group online, etc. So stay tuned, and I will have more information about that as it is as it develops. Um, also, I've written another blog, and that will be out. This week in ThriveGlobal.com, Arianna Huffington's online health and wellness magazine, Thrive Global, and I will be posting that on my Facebook pages, both of them, uh, both Dr. Mara Karpel, Your Golden Years, and The Passionate Life by Dr. Mara Karpel. So keep your eye open, and you'll also be able to read it on my website, DrMaraKarpel.com, along with all of the previous, Blogs that I've written. So, so take a look. Keep your eyes open for that. And there's lots more to come. Things are just picking up now. I'm getting ready for uh, for a lot of fast moving parts here. All right. So, um, what I want to do this evening before Chad Scott, our musician, comes on. Um, is give you a little another sneak peek into the book so you know when you go to kindle or or if you go to amazon whether you're getting a kindle copy or whether when the book is in soft cover amazon will give you a couple of the first chapters for free as a sample but I decided that I'm giving away some of the chapters that are not free that are later in the book right here on the program. So last week I talked about um, the chapter uh, regarding uh, how to stay positive in spite of the bad news. And this evening I want to talk about staying on track toward your dreams even when life throws you off for a little bit, getting back on track. And keeping yourself from becoming depressed or anxious, because that will really be uh, an obstacle in terms of living a passionate life. And sometimes people get depressed or anxious because they feel like they're not moving fast enough along their path or they're running into obstacles. So so let's talk about those issues. Um, You know, I talked in the book about some of the big obstacles that I ran up against while writing the book, and um, one of the biggest was that while I was in the process of writing the book, my father fell, as um, Frank Hayes was just talking about. That's the number one um, danger in the home and it was a it was a fatal fall because he never recovered from it and so this was you know I was pretty close with my dad and you know this was a very difficult time for me I had just gotten writing the book and I was doing this radio show and my blog had just been I had been accepted as a regular contributor to um Huffington Post and um you know, things sort of just stopped for a while. So in this chapter, I write about how I got back up on my feet. Um, you know, after getting... i i Chapter 5, I talk more about how I got back up on my feet, but then how to now be able to stay on the path. Um, so... Bruised and battered, I got myself back on track, even when it was tempting to just give up and sit on the sidelines, I wrote. Why not just do the minimum needed to get by in life? Temptation whispered in my ear. You have a job, no absolute need to muster up energy to follow any dreams. So that was the little voice in my head telling me, hey, you know, you've been through a lot, just stop, give up. Uh, Just go to work every day and make a living, and that's it. Um, You know, we can always take the easier route in life, but having the deep desire to live a life filled with joy and purpose, I found, I knew deep in my heart that this was not an acceptable choice for me. And my guess is that most people who want to live a passionate life would not find that to be an acceptable choice either. You know, while the easy route may feel like it's easy, it may not really be all that easy on us. Giving up on our dreams because life became rough and the road got bouncy is tantamount to blowing out our own pilot light might be able to coast along, but the outcome will likely be that we're led to a place of darkness and despair. And if we're lucky at that point, we'll have what's often been referred to by writers and spiritual seekers as a dark night of the soul, which is often a painful time that breaks us open in order to reawaken our search for the meaning of our life. And, you know, in my practice as a psychologist, I've met with many clients um who have given and I have friends as well who have given up on their dreams when things didn't go smoothly on the path and this choice while it seemed easy, the easiest way to go at the time has often led them to spiral down into anxiety and depression and that's what led them straight through my office door asking for help and the fact is although the bumps are uncomfortable they are inevitable in life and if you're, not, if you're not hitting bumps, I talked about this last week when my guest, Deborah Chang, was on. If you're not hitting bumps in life, if you're not feeling resistance, then that means you're standing still. Because if you are moving forward, you are always going to hit bumps and hit resistance. It hit resistance, and most successful people are people who failed the most because they just kept going out and taking more risks. Um, so rather than asking if it's time to give up on a dream, the better question is to ask, is to ask how to ride the emotional roller coaster of life with its ups and downs, without it allowing us to cause us to become lost and to spiral down into dark despair. And here's a few ways to stay on track. Um, I've listed 12 ways to stay on track. And each of these tips for staying on track and not becoming defeated are, are discussed in greater detail in, in the rest of the book. So this is sort of a preview of the rest of the book. So number one is relax, and it's important to, relax, to practice relaxation regularly in order to cope with stress, which stress could be good as well as bad. You know, when things are going really well, it can be very stressful as well because stress is not necessarily a bad thing. It's, it means that your life is changing, and when you have to adapt to change, you feel stress. So you need to have a regular practice of relaxation in order to deal with that stress. And so, personally, you know, right now things for me have been moving. I've been I've put in a lot of years towards um, following my dream, where things just kind of went along, and I, you know, it was it. I had fun. I had bumps in the road. I had definitely had peaks and valleys along the way. And now you know, I've had this radio program on for over six and a half years and it took me four and a half of those years to get the book done. And so now suddenly everything's moving very quickly. And it's all good stuff. Stressful because I have to keep main I have to keep track of everything that's going on. There's a lot to a lot of balls keep in the air and so I discovered I started feeling really stressed out It wasn't I wasn't having fun and what was the whole purpose of this but to have fun and to feel passion right I have a job the easy way would be to keep working and, and earning a living just at that job and not doing this but I did this because I wanted to follow my passion not because I have to but because I want to. And so what would be the point of being stressed out and anxious because it was just too much? So I discovered for myself that I was kind of getting off track. I wasn't following my own advice, and my own advice consists of practicing relaxation every day. So I have made a plan, and I in the last, 10 days I have been doing it where every single day I spend some time every day relaxing. And if I don't have much time, then I don't spend as much time. But I at least spend a few minutes every day relaxing. And if I have time, I do more. So um, even focusing on your breath for a few moments, can bring you relaxation. And I talk about breathing exercises in this book. I talk about other methods of relaxation as well as meditation and yoga and listening to relaxing music, which we'll talk about with my next guest. Chad Scott is going to talk about that with his music. Um, whatever it is, is whatever feels relaxing to you is what you should do. But the quickest way to relax wherever you are is following your breath. And I just want to give you a quick station technique with your breath. There's all different kinds of breathing exercises. One is just to slow down your breathing and focus your attention on your breathing. And here is one called alternate nostril breathing. And so I want you to practice this with me. For, we're going to do it just for a few moments. Place your right thumb on your right nostril, closing it. And gently and slowly breathe in through your left nostril. Just do that for six seconds, six seconds breathing in through your left nostril. And Now hold it for two or three seconds. And then gently and slowly, to the count of six, breathe out through your left nostril. Now place your ring finger on your left nostril, closing it, and gently and slowly breathe in through your right nostril. And then gently and slowly breathe out through your right nostril. And let's try this once again your right thumb on your right nostril. Slowly and gently breathe in to the count of six through your left nostril. Hold it and gently and slowly breathe out through your left nostril. And now place your right ring finger on your left nostril and closing it. And gently and slowly breathe in through your right nostril. Hold it. Gently and slowly breathe out through your right nostril. Now, ideally, you want to do this for nine cycles and then breathe normally. So that's just one method of relaxation. Um, But whatever it is, and I give several different techniques. As Some of my guests who've been on this program who are quoted in the book have given techniques that are in the book. Um, but whatever it is, make a practice to relax every day. Another tip is to get moving. And as we know, there are many health benefits that we can generate by moving our bodies. And these indirectly... Have health benefits by improving our emotional well being. If we're feeling good physically and we're able to do more, then we feel happier and more confident. So that helps our our mood, our mental health benefits, I meant. And then exercise has also been shown to directly improve mood and increase energy. Um, thereby increasing enthusiasm to stay on course. So you can, walking is an excellent way of getting exercise, trying Tai Chi, doing yoga, um, taking a water aerobics, dancing, whatever you do though, check with your physician before starting a new exercise program. if If you haven't been exercising, but, Make it a regular routine to exercise several times a week. That will help to keep you from feeling depressed and keep you on your path towards your dream. Number three is socialize. So while having time alone to relax and meditate and read and explore nature and the dream or think about what we're grateful for, is extremely important, balance is essential. So isolation can lead to a decline in your mood, especially if you're already feeling depressed and stressed out. So finding supportive people, like-minded people who share some of your interests, even if they don't have the same dream as you. Find people who are enthusiastically seeking their own journey and positive people, surround yourself with positive people, and that will help to keep your mood in, um, your mood up, and it will also um, help you in getting the support you need to stay enthusiastic on your path. So you might take a class in an area of interest to you. You might exercise with other people or join a dance group or make plans to get together with friends or relatives that you find very uplifting and positive rather than just relying on social media. I'm amazed at how many people tell me that they have lots of friends and I ask them if they ever see them and they tell me, oh, I see them on social media. So no, that is not the same as getting together with flesh and blood people. Um, they're a meetup group. I've talked about that many times on this program. So find a topic that you enjoy at, at meetup.com, M-E-E-T-U-P.com in your area. You can put in your zip code and you can meet lots of people who um, share your interests, find an area of interest um to meet up about and so you'll find like-minded people that way and then number four is communing with nature so um i recently went to a lecture with dr deepak chopra and he talked about how walking barefoot on the earth now um The producer of this program has mentioned it to me many times before, and then I heard it again by Deepak Chopra, so confirmation, right? Um, He said that walking barefoot on the earth has an immediate effect of resetting our entire nervous system. So um, if you walk barefoot in the grass for a few minutes, It will reset your nervous system, calm you down, help you feel happier. And just getting out in nature helps us to discover our own calling. Um, When Rabbi Naomi Levy was on this program, she spoke of going for a walk alone in nature in order to be, quote, still enough to hear what's really going on inside of us or to hear our souls whisper. Um, You may have noticed that when you walk on the beach or in the park, your mood will completely shift and your attitude will completely shift if you were feeling stressed. Getting out in nature can be one of the most powerful ways of shifting our mood and lifting it when you're feeling down or calming it when you're feeling stressed out. And... You know, it gives us a better perspective when we're in nature, when we think our problems are so big and then we get out into nature and we see that we're just little specks compared to um, what is out there, the sky, the ocean, the forest, you know, our problems are minimal. And and we can, we can actually change the rhythm of our, our whole nervous system to the slow rhythm of the earth and nature when we are out in nature. So there are simple things you can do if you don't live in the countryside, if you live in the city. You can take a walk in the park or you can look at pictures of nature. Um, of course, it's always better to be out in real nature if you have a, a view outside of your window of a tree or flowers, even if you can't go outside, uh, research has found that it has an impact just by looking out the window at some at a piece of nature. Um, growing plants in your house if you can't get outside, as bringing nature indoors. And it has an effect. Sit under a tree hug the tree, sit up with your back against the tree and feel the calming energy from it. This is a living being, that tree, with a very calm energy. Um, Even stroking or talking to a pet will calm you and that is considered being with nature. Uh, Walk barefoot in the grass, walk by the ocean. The um, ocean waves have negative ions, which will automatically um, boost your mood and calm your nervous system. It's like walking outside after a thunderstorm, the same thing. Negative ions are very they call them negative ions, but they're very positive for us. <laughs> um, number five, laugh regularly. Make a time for joy. So laughter is one of the quickest ways to raise our mood. Um, It it really is the best medicine, as they say. I have a whole chapter about laughter in the book. Um, Laughter immediately decreases muscle tension, enhances creativity, increases optimism, and creates joy. So finding something to laugh about is very important. Watch a funny movie, read a funny book, Tell funny stories with your friends. And read the chapter on laughter and humor. Um, And having an attitude of gratitude is tip number six. Whatever we focus on grows. So if we're grateful for what we have, we will have more. Um, And, you know, focusing on what we have helps to immediately improve our mood rather than focusing on what we don't have what we think we don't have. It increases our optimism, which is tip number seven, become a glass half full person. Remain optimistic rather than becoming sidelined by the obstacles. Sometimes an obstacle is just a sign that you need to pause and be patient before continuing on the journey. And that's okay to take some time to pause, walk in nature, Do some relaxation, meditation. Use that time to boost your mood and calm your um, nervous system. And then remind yourself daily that by following your dreams and sharing your unique gifts with the world, you're serving humanity. You're inspiring others. And then just take one small step in that direction. Um, Tip number nine is finding meaning. So um, looking at what is happening in your life and creating meaning from it. Also volunteering is a way of um, boosting your mood and finding meaning. Um, So I'm going to stop there. There are 12 tips in that chapter. I'm going to stop at number eight. And all of these tips are followed up with much more information later in the book. So um, and I will keep giving you some sneak peeks into the book. If you're listening to the show, then you get special sneak peeks into the book and, um, and also more information about how to, how to get the book and to follow up with the course after the book comes out. Um, one of the most powerful ways of relaxing and boosting our mood is listening to music that lifts our spirits. Music is extremely healing. It's why we talk about it and have musicians on the show almost every week. And our next guest, a musician and a yoga teacher and he will be on the show next month to talk about yoga but this evening Chad Scott is joining us to talk about his music and to play some of his uplifting music for the soul. So we're going to take a brief break. We're going to play some of his music and then Chad will be joining us to talk about his music. So don't go anywhere. Just listen.
7: Should be happy just to be alive Talking about the numbers Shit I never dare She was waving She was laughing She was wearing it well It don't matter to me what your age gonna be You got to leave it alone You got to set yourself free
2: from California. We have Chad Scott on the phone. Good evening, Chad.
6: How are you?
2: I'm okay. Thank you so much for um, joining us this afternoon. You know, I was just talking, the topic that I talked about was um, how to stay on the path towards following your dreams and ended with how important music is a way to stay on the path to keep us focused. And I and then your song is just about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: it is indeed. It's about like kinda of just letting go of the stuff that uh bogs you down and um makes you unhappy and uh cutting the chains and setting yourself free doing what you you know really what you put here on earth to do.
2: Mhm. Yeah. I mean I knew your your music was uplifting and I had not heard the the lyrics yet so it just was very it worked out perfectly. <laughs> so,
6: awesome. Good
2: so, to hear. so, Chad. So, Chad, what? You know, I know you're going to be back on the program next month to talk about yoga, but maybe you can right. give our listeners a little of your background and especially your musical background this evening.
0: Sure.
6: Um, I actually didn't get started in music until uh, my late 20s. Um, and, uh, you know, I grew up uh, in athletics, and I just didn't have the patience to sit down and learn an instrument or anything like that. Um, but I always loved music. I, I really, really loved music. I was the guy in the car that when you turn that song down that, that, you know, I really loved, I would, I would get angry. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, I was really passionate about music. But I just didn't have the patience to sit down and learn it and any of that. But uh, I had an opportunity, uh, a turning point in my life. I um, was introduced to the acoustic guitar by a friend of mine. And um, literally, the, the first moment that I put the guitar in my hands and he showed me that first chord, the light bulb went on for me and I basically packed up everything and uh, threw it away, uh, cut all the bridges of retreat, and went and dove in headfirst into music. Um, And uh, at the time, I was living in uh, Aspen, Colorado. Uh, I was doing all kinds of things. I was in the business world. I was in the real estate world. I was making snowboard movies. Uh, all kinds of stuff, and uh I really wasn't creating anything i wasn't uh I was just making money i was uh, not uh-huh. satisfied so um when that uh introduction happened for me of uh the guitar it, it was almost as if I had been doing uh this this music thing in a previous life or something because it was so familiar to me yet i had not, I had not the right opportunity to actually Uh, take embark on the on the official journey so that was a a pivotal point for me um I I basically it was such a strong calling for me that I I dove in like I said um Mm -hmm. moved back moved back to Los Angeles um and um got a coach for guitar got a coach for singing uh went on the intensive program and um Within about two or three years, uh, I had, uh, written my first album and, um, that was a kind of experimental uh, process and, uh, you know, wasn't very good at it, which nobody is when they're first starting something. Um, uh-huh. but you know, I learned over the years and, um, I put out, uh, Let's see. My second album was Reggae Rock Hop. Third album was Set Yourself Free, which is the song you just heard, mm-hmm. um, and that that brings us to the next album that's coming out, uh, which is called The Feel Good Fanatic, um, which has uh, been written uh, and will be produced within by the end of the year. Okay. So I hope that brings you, okay. brings you up to speed.
2: Yeah. So do you perform anywhere or is it all just recording?
6: No, I rep- I I I perform uh right now um not performing because I'm doing a lot of uh, production work and, and creating new stuff. So mm-hmm. um the goal really right now is to um uh, really work on um building up the fan base and uh, touching enough people and inspiring enough people that I can uh, get this next album off the ground and do a, uh, uh, a promotional crowdfunding campaign to get that uh, fourth album off the ground. So, mm-hmm. and then once that, uh, once we get that fourth album off the ground, we're going to do an album release party, uh, most likely at the belly up, in uh, San Diego, uh huh, um, and that'll be kind of like the official first gig in a while, live gig, and then from there, I plan on uh, booking um, some gigs throughout uh, the Western United States, and we'll see, we'll see where that takes us.
2: Well, if you yeah. come to Austin, if you come to Austin, let me know.
6: <laughs> yeah, Austin's definitely. um, on the map, for sure. I mean, um, South by Southwest would be one of the things we, we want to uh, attend, if possible, um, once this next album comes out. So right. we'll definitely let you
5: know.
2: So so you sent another song, um, You Are Wonderful. Is that from the Set Yourself Free album, or is it from the new one? Yeah. Or
6: That's from the from third album, uh, the Set Yourself Free album. Yeah.
2: Okay. Can you tell um, us a little bit about it before we play it?
6: Yeah, sure. Um, This is a song about um, uh, really kind of along the same lines of uh, Set Yourself Free, but uh, it's more of a um, uh, kind of um, just really helping people to look inside inside themselves instead of outside themselves for their, for their happiness and for their, um, their identity and for their, their value. You know, most people mm-hmm. are constantly comparing themselves to the neighbors to the neighbor's car to the, you know, to the TV who's on TV. It's constant, um, you know, this devaluing of, of human beings. And um, the song is really about looking inside and, and noticing how how wonderful you are. Hmm. Okay. Perfect. So yeah. um we're gonna play
2: a little of that. Don't go and stay on the line because we'll come back for a couple of minutes after we play the song. Sounds good. All right.
7: Time ago, I thought I knew myself. You can live a lot of lifetimes, the right time. Gonna pass you like ships in the night. Why oh, wander life upon the falling light? You can learn about the motion of the ocean, all the dreams lost deep in your heart. You keep knocking on that shadow door, but you were knocking from the inside. You already
6: in the future yeah uh best thing to do is really just go to chad music.com and uh i encourage you to jump on the email list um uh, and um just click on the button that says good vibe zone you get in there and, uh, and it'll give you all those options and Stay connected, either there or, or on Facebook. Facebook is cool too. Uh, Facebook dot com forward slash Chad Scott Music. In fact, every extension of every social media thing is uh, Chad Scott Music. You can find us pretty much anywhere. All um, right, and that's but, Scott uh, with two yeah. T's.
2: Right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for your very uplifting music. I really enjoy it listening to it and um, mm. I'm looking forward to your next interview next month when you talk about yoga on September
6: 9th awesome hey I've uh, really appreciated the opportunity hope I can inspire more people and I uh, look forward to the next time
2: alright thanks so much have a great afternoon
6: you too take care
2: thanks All right. All right, so before Art knocks us off the air, I'm going to let everybody know what's happening next week right here on blogtalkradio.com. It's Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. Next Sunday, August 19th, we'll be back with another live show from Austin, and it will be a special Veterans program with all the guests being veterans and discussing veterans issues. John Nasta is a three tour Vietnam veteran as a marine and he goes by the pen name I am waiting and will join us to talk about his new book In My Mother's Honor discussing his experiences in Vietnam and how it has affected his life physically and emotionally to this day. We will also be joined by another Marine veteran who is administrator of the City of Austin's Military Veterans Program, Alan Bergeron, and also will be joined by long-term Longtime friend of this show, veteran First Sergeant Will Williams, a winner of multiple awards for his service in the community as well as his service in the military. And he'll be back to speak with us about what he's been up to. And if you want to hear this evening's program again and read the information from the show, get the website links that my guests speak about on the program, listen to previous programs. Read my blog, find out about the book, about the course, all of that. One stop shop, drmarakarpel.com, D R M A R A K A R P E L.com. And also follow me on Facebook for new information up to the moment about anything related to the book, the show, my blogs, videos, my two Facebook pages Dr. Marikarpel, Your Golden Years and my book page, The Passionate Life by Dr. Mara Cartel. And you can listen to this evening's program in as soon as five minutes from now by going directly to V-L-O-G, talkradio.com, slash, your slash years. This evening's program was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions, and sponsored by neurologist and memory specialist Dr. Ronald DeVere and by Storyhouse. And special thanks to my guests, Frank Hayes and Chad Scott. And of course, thank you to Art. And thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night and inspiring week. And remember youth has no age. Good night, everyone.
7: Ago, I thought I knew myself. You can live a lot of lifetimes the right time. Gonna pass you like ships in the night. Why oh, wander life upon the falling light. You can learn about the motion of the ocean, all the dreams lost deep in your heart. You keep knocking. Oh.